Today's anecdotal experience podcast is sponsored by Google+. I met Peter Sarsgaard through Google+. His email was on his bio and I reached out to him. He responded. We drifted apart, but I'll always have that moment with Garden State's Peter Sarsgaard. What a guy. Thank you for being here today on the podcast, Trevor Kempton. First of all, you got to go to facebook.com slash who cares CWG. That is Trevor's Facebook page. He's a director. You got to check out his stuff. He's really good. We're talking about suicide. Yeah, he's really good. Does he think about suicide sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. Can you be talented and suicidal? Sure can. We're talking about it today. It, uh, we kind of, I mean, we also talk about drinking and driving. That's one thing I want to say. Hey, don't drink and drive. You're going to hear Trevor's story. Um, take it to heart. They design it so it fucks up your life on purpose. You're going to like this podcast. It is. It's about suicide, though. It's about perspective. It's about God. Do you believe in God? Does God, is God going to save you in your life? Is he looking out for you? Well, he's looking out for Trevor, whether you believe in God or not. Trevor's God is looking out for him. Let's do this podcast with Trevor Kempton. Oh, dude. So this this year, 2017, has been, like, weird for me. Like, I've, I've been a guy that's, like, always always in a relationship like a steady relationship like all of high school I was with the same girl for like five years before 2017 I was with the same girl and uh 2017 was my first year like on my own okay and I started drinking a lot why um I moved back to Warsaw and it seems like the only way to be social is to drink. So your hometown. Yeah. You move back to your home city where everyone drinks for fun. Yeah. I mean, cause you knew me, like I never drank that like wasn't a thing. No, you weren't, you weren't a drinker, man. I don't, I don't think I ever, while I knew you saw you have a drink before. Yeah. I was very much against it. When I lived in LA, I, I would go out with people, but I wouldn't drink. Well, what changed? So, what changed? Was it the fact that in order to have friends, you had to, this was the only way to make friends? I think that was part of it, but I also think that I, like, subconsciously, like, wanted some kind of escape, you know? Okay. Like, so, I think... Uh, From what? Uh, being alone, man. Alone, just, alone, uh, romantically or alone, just period. Period, dude. I cannot be alone. Like being alone scares the shit out of me. Okay, you're one of these people. Yeah. What about it? Like, okay. So when I'm alone, I think like at a bajillion miles an hour, and I know everybody. Everyone says that they do that, but I don't, I don't think it's the same because if people did what I did, I think they'd go insane. 
Like I, I will literally think about every single interaction I had the day before. Um, I'll like keep tabs mentally on all the relationships that I have with people. And I'll try to think of like things I can do to like alter them and make them better. Like, and I hate it. Like I, I hate being like trying to be in control of everything. I hate it. I would much rather just like live my life without worrying about what people think. And when I'm alone, I feel like I have nothing else to do other than analyze. Yeah, you're like my brother. My brother's that same way. He always had people over at my parents' house while we both lived there. And I hated it because I hate, I I don't want to say I hate people, but generally when I come home, I want to come home to nothing. And we also, we lived in a house. You lived in a house for (laughs) a crack house without the crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there were, I mean, what, six people, seven people living there? Seven people was the peak when I was there. I think that was before you got there, though. In a two-bedroom apartment. So being used to that stimulation all the time is... Yeah. There's one bath, mind you. Right. It was It was bad, man. I've, I think I've talked about it before on this podcast. Oh, man. I bet. So, yeah. so you, you have to be around people. Yeah, but the, the the worst part is I fucking hate people. Well, like, yeah, you, you don't, though. If you need to be around people, you don't hate people. So for me, it's like I hate people in general, but I need a I need people around me. So, like, I'll have a select group of friends and then everyone else can fuck off. Right. You need. Yeah, you need your tribe. You need your group. You need your crew, yeah. which you didn't when you moved. OK, and then what's it been like? You know, you said you've had a girlfriend your entire, you know, sexual awakening years. Right. <laughs> so, it. yeah, you know, your your whole life, your whole sexual life, your whole romantic life, right? Yeah. And now you, you do not. You are broken up with that girl that I knew, right? Yeah. Okay, that's over. Um, and that's, so, a, that's a big thing. I've seen people jump into relationships with people they hate because they're so afraid of being alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I don't know if you know what happened, but I don't really want that to be the topic of discussion, but to make a long, really long story short, she cheated on me with one of my good friends. Okay. So, I in one year, I lost um, her and two of my good friends. So, 2016 was the worst year of my life. Okay. And, um, I thought, you know what, God, cause like I'm on and off about religion, but when it comes to big things and at the time, like I was like, God got these people out of my life so that I can have a better year next year. And that was 2017 and it was, it was good, but it was, oh man, there's a lot mentally. Wait, so you like, think ultimately you can look back in hindsight and say, wow, those people were negative influences on my life. And while that sucked, they got ripped out, but ultimately it was for the better. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that about all the all the people that I lost, yes, 100%. Okay. I, I um, You know what? I'm going to vouch for you because I did know your girlfriend and I agree with you. <laughs> she was nothing but trouble, dude. Okay. All right. So... Um, yeah, so I, 
when I got back to Warsaw, I started hanging out. Um, I got like, I had a plan. Like, I made a six month plan um, to start a business with my friend. My friend is a big drinker. I was not. Um, but we would meet up once a week to um, plan out music videos and rap songs and um, like discuss what we were doing. And eventually it, it got to us meeting up at bars, like the timeout specifically in Warsaw, to, to play pool. And getting around those people, started drinking a lot just to like hang out with them because they're the kind of people that are like buying shots and dude those people i know these people they're usually like service industry people yes yes i'm I'm making a statement dude you can go ahead and make it (laughs) just did go on yeah so i mean they're great people like uh, i mean like i like them because I don't know. They got my back. So that's, I think that says a lot. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I drink a lot. Um, but I had a lot of progress in my life. Um, in six months I got the camera of my dreams, which I couldn't get in five years of being with uh, said person. And also living in LA, you were pumping money into, you know, your apartment and just living. Yeah. Which, was terrible yeah um yeah (laughs) i liked i i really i want to go back to la as a single person eventually i think it'd be a lot healthier for me because i was not doing well when i was out there but um yeah so back to this drinking how has this drinking uh affected your life for the positive or negative in this new group of friends so it was going it was fine for a while but then like Oh man, I I was the kind of person that was like, do not drink and drive ever. If you've drank at all, you're an idiot if you drive. Yeah. And I found myself drinking and driving a lot. Okay. Like bad. Like I the word. Oh man. <laughs> I don't. It sucks because I know like, no, my mom's probably gonna listen to this. But oh man, so um. I, I remember one time, and this was this was so terrible. I drove home, and I would stop for like ten minutes puking on the side of the road. Like I would stop, pull over, like take the keys out of the ignition because I was I thought I was being smart, you know. Yeah. Puke for ten minutes, and then I would drive, pull over, puke for like ten minutes. So you're getting like you're you're not just you're not just drinking you're getting shit faced. <laughs> yeah, I was I was bad, man. Regular? And, how often? Um, well, I was drinking like just casually drinking probably like four times a week and getting like shit faced at least once a week. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh so I had some bad, like that time I was like, dude, I used up all my luck. Like I have no more luck. Okay. Like I cannot drink and drive again. Cause it was like a DUI checkpoint weekend apparently. And I drove across the entire city. Half, half the time I had my e-brake on by the way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I made it. Um, but that was like one of those moments where I'm like, dude, I should probably, uh, 
probably chill with that. <laughs> Wait, chill with the drinking or chill with the drinking and driving? The drinking and driving. Okay. I was still fine with the drinking. So, um, this is where this is where things get a little interesting. So, um, I there was like I started doing like Tinder and stuff, man, because like I hated being alone. Yeah. Um, and we had some odd relationships, well, not relationships, but like sell some people and Tinder girls are Tinder girls. Hey, um, but hey, you can say that, but you have to understand you are a Tinder dude. Yeah, I know. You're That's you're you're part. one of those garbage people too. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. We yeah. are the bottom of the barrel, dude. Yeah. It's terrible. Anyway, so you go on a date with uh barrel scum. Yeah. yeah. So I actually um right before I So there's like a whole whirlwind of emotions. So Michelle previous girlfriend comes and visits me um over the summer i didn't want her to and she, but she had clothes here so she came to get her clothes she ended up staying for like a week and we kind of like had a thing and it, it looked it seemed like maybe like a year down the line or something like maybe things could get better like maybe we could have a relationship again and then literally like the week after she leaves, she calls me and tells me that she's pregnant and it's not mine, obviously. Why so not? because like we didn't have sex. Oh, but, you didn't. Okay. Um, yeah. So she was 20, 20 some weeks pregnant. She was like super pregnant. So it was pregnant oh. beyond pregnant beyond any choice of like abortion or any of those things not not that i'm for or against but like there's no choice in the matter right like she's having a kid okay so dealing with that mentally was insane to think like this is the girl that like i was gonna marry and that should be my kid you know going through all those thoughts and um so i wished that it was my kid um, but it wasn't because if it was, I would at least have, you know, some sort of say in what happens. Right. And since it's not, I don't. So I took that as another sign from God that was like, dude, I told you to fuck off. Why are you trying to do things with this girl again? Right. So he was like, nope. He puts this, the fucking final stamp on it because he knows like he knows I can't raise that kid. Right. I'm not going to do that. That'd be a terrible idea. So that happens. Um, I started a new job. Like right before that, I started a new job and I was doing great. And then that happened. It was just like, just downhill. <clears throat> um, you let it affect your work life? Oh, yeah. It affect, yeah, dude. I'm a salesman and I talk, I talk to people all day. Like, and I couldn't, it was bad. I couldn't do anything. Okay. I was just like, not talking to anybody, hardly doing my job. And um, so I was I was super at the bottom of the barrel. I go on this Tinder date. And, um, dude, I thought I met, like, <laughs> the greatest girl ever. Okay. And, like, 
That was a loud siren. Dude, <laughs> so, it's LA, man. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So we dated total it was like two months, but she she was very finicky. Like I never knew if I was gonna see her again, you know. I didn't have like She didn't seem into it? <clears throat> no, she did, but there was no she was like a wild child, man. Just like some hippie EDM chick. Okay. Yeah, so she could be fucking doing shrooms and crazy shit on the other side of the country tomorrow, you know? Right. Okay. So. But you were into it. You were like, this is distracting yeah. you from your heartbreak. And you were like, yeah, man, this is, this is yeah. something. Okay. I was like, I just want to watch this, this creature exist. Okay. Like I wasn't participating, but it was fun to watch. You know, like she was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was a point where she was like, I need some space. Okay. And that's when I was like, shit. Like I had given up. I was like, I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. And, um, then this girl like shows up and I was like, Oh dude, there's hope. And then she's like, I need some space. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So I, um, I had a day off of work and I had like two days off work and I thought, I thought I was going to be hanging out with her and ended up not. So literally I just like did nothing and looked for things to do. Nobody contacted me all day, drove around like literally what you see in that short film was like, that's what I did. Yeah. It is a very, it, you know what? It is a very good short film. Obviously, people haven't seen it, but it is it is bleak, dude. And I get it, because I've lived in that town, and I saw where you were driving around, and it's yeah, very lonely experience, man. Yeah, and and it wasn't it wasn't the first time that happened, because like that week when I found out that Michelle was pregnant, like every every day I had off, I was like, I just want to be at work. Like, never in my life have I been like, I want to be at work. I don't want days off. Right. Because my days off were during the week because I do sales. Yeah. So, like, I'm here by myself in Warsaw. Everyone everyone I know is working. So, I would, like, I would do that, like, twice a week. Just wander around and, like, drive to try and keep my mind off things. Yeah. And it was terrible. And um, because if I would just sit at home... Like, I would just overthink things. And I was, like, I was over playing video games. I didn't want to play video games anymore, like, because everything just seemed so dull, you know? Yeah. And so so then, um, I don't know, she, we, things, things with this girl started going strong again. And it was like, oh, now it's really good. I was like, oh, okay. There okay. was some doubt there for a second, but now things are like full on. So I thought like, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to freaking be with this girl. Like this is it. And, uh, <laughs> it seems so stupid now, but, um, so time goes by and, um, I'm, I'm with her, uh, on a Saturday night and she wants to go to this 
uh, party for her friend's birthday. And uh, I have to work in the morning. And my car is at my work. So, like, she has to drive with me so I can go get my car the next day, Sunday morning. So she knows all this ahead of time. We go to this party. Um, we're drinking. Um, everybody's drinking, buying people drinks. Getting, like, I'm drunk at this point. Mm-hmm. She's drunk. Um, it gets to, like, midnight, and people start leaving. The birthday boy leaves around 1, and then I start saying, like, hey, like, we need to go. And she's just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then she just goes and talks to people. And then, like, five times, I come up to her and I say, like, we, we need to go. Like, I work you have to go with me. Like I'm not missing work. Right. And she just is not, she's not being respectful of me at all. Right. She just is like, well, she's like, just leave. I'll find my way home. Like, no, I'm not leaving my drunk girlfriend at a random bar. <laughs> like, okay. It's, that's not like, that's not happening, you know? And so eventually I just like hand her her coat and I'm like, I'm going to be in the fucking car. And so she's like, okay. And so I'm in the car. I'm feeling like, dude, this is the most disrespected I have ever been. Yeah. Like, I've never been in a relationship where the other person does not like respect me. Like usually if I say something like they're like, Oh, Trevor told me something that that's, that means it's gotta be serious. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't, I don't just talk to talk usually right. yeah and and she didn't so i'm like freaking out i'm drunk sitting in the car like fuck i'm texting other people like like previous girls saying like dude uh, this girl doesn't respect me like and um, you're already you're hitting up previous girlfriends not like hitting them up but i'm like like i have friendships with them like ongoing friendships okay so I'm just like, like, I need, I need to talk to someone about it that understands. That's like, like someone that does respect me. is just like, wow, like, I don't, that sucks, you know? Uh, okay. That makes sense? Uh, it does, yeah. I'm just like, I need someone to, to understand and tell me like, yeah, you should be being respected right now, you know? Right. Yep. And I, there's this girl that is like a, a platonic friend, like the first platonic friend I've ever had. And I'll get to that in a second. But so she comes outside, comes to the car, and she is like 10 times more drunk than she was when I left the building like 15 minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have no idea how. Like, I don't know what happened. She doesn't know what happened. But she's so drunk at this point. She's, she starts like saying fuck you to me, like cursing at me and stuff. And I'm just like, what in the hell is going on? Like, how did how did everything like 180 this hard? Like, yeah. So I'm driving her car home. I'm drunk. Okay. She passes out in the passenger seat and starts puking on herself while unconscious. Oh All right. Yeah. And I'm just like, what in the fuck? So I'm like. I'm like, do I pull over? I'm like, no, because if I pull over, like, 
you know, what if a cop comes? Like, dude, we're both fucked. She's 20 years old, by the way. She's not even old enough to be in the fucking Oh, room. my gosh. Yeah. So this is, like, just terrible. So I'm crying. I'm drunk. I'm crying. I'm driving home. My oh girlfriend my is unconscious, puking on herself, who's who, like, will wake up every once in a while to say fuck you to me and then fall back asleep and start puking again. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, dude. This is this is the worst. Hold on a second. So we make it to her house and I get out of the car, I get her out of the car. She's still she's laughing. Like she's blacked out, like she does not know what's going on. She's laughing at me, cursing at me. I'm like taking her puke covered coat off of her. Like get her inside. Um, she's got puke on her shirt. So I'm like trying to take off her shirt. She's like fighting me. So I have to like hold her down to take off her puke shirt. Um, then I like go, I put those clothes somewhere. I go clean her car. Like it's like four in the morning. I'm drunk, cleaning puke off her car. I come back inside (laughs) and, uh, she's sitting there on the edge of the bed, puking on herself. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So I take her into the bathroom. This is her parents' house, by the way. So I take her into the bathroom. She runs into the door. And then she goes into the bathroom. Her mom wakes up and is like, what's going on? And she starts cursing and yelling at her mom. Do you know her mom? Yeah, I know her mom. And, like, her mom is a similar kind of person, like smoking pots fine like stuff like that like she's not she's not like our parents right so so she's yelling at her mom her mom's like what's going on i'm just trying to like make sure there's not puke everywhere trying to make sure that she's okay so after she's done i i'm taking her pants off because there's puke over her pants and then she gets mad at me for taking off her pants. And then she like, she's like, I'll do it. She takes them off, throws them across the room, puke on them. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So I get all her stuff. I put it in a garbage bag. I put it outside. And then I make sure she's like, okay, she's asleep. She's, her head is to the side. So she's not going to like choke on her puke or something. Right. And then I go and I sleep downstairs away from her. And I'm up for, like, at least another hour just laying there, like, what in the fuck has happened Yeah. that put me in this situation? And so <laughs> the next day, which is, like, just a few hours later, because I have to be up for work. Right. I wake up. I go upstairs. I wake her up. I say, I'm like, hey, I got to be at work at this time. We have to leave at this time. And I guess I was being kind of dumb to assume she wouldn't still be drunk. Right. But, um, so then she's just like, okay, what? Like she's whatever. She finally like is getting up, getting around. Her mom's awake. Her mom is like lecturing her. She's yelling at her mom. She's yelling at me. She just like does not have any respect for anybody on the planet. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and I'm just sitting there like looking at her mom like what in the fuck and her she says something to me like well why don't you just take my car like you're coming back here tonight right okay and I'm just like no no I'm not and she's like why and I'm like because I I got shit I need to do like I don't like I didn't have anything I need to do I just did not want to be gotcha around her I was so over it you know and she's like yelling at me and her mom goes, Kaylee, I think she need, he needs some space from you. And I'm like, I think your mom's right. <laughs> and so she's like, she's pissed or whatever. She goes into her room, starts looking for her pants. And she's like, where, where's my pants that I wore yesterday? Mm-hmm. And I, her mom doesn't know that, that she puked all over herself. So I'm trying not to say anything because I don't want her to look worse in front of her mom than she's already making herself look. So I'm just like, you can't wear those pants. And she's like, where the fuck are my pants? And I'm like, you cannot wear those pants. And she's like getting mad at me, screams at me, like, where's my pants? And I'm like, those pants are not able to be worn today. And then she's like, oh. And And so I think she like realized like, Oh, I must have puked on them. Right. So we get, <laughs> eventually we, I go out in the car. I tell her, I'm like, I have to leave in three minutes and I'm leaving with her without you. Cause I'm not going to be late for work. Right. And it's her car. So I go out to the car and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm like, I could be a man of my word. Like I normally would and leave after those three minutes. Mm-hmm. But this person is a person I've never met before, like who she's acting like. Yeah. I'm like, she could call the police and say, I stole her car. True. I'm like, I'm not trying to get in any deeper than I am right now. That's a, that's you're smart, man. Cause she, from knowing what I know about this girl right now, she definitely would have done that. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to sit in this car and this is the last time I'll ever be late for this person. Yeah. So I just sat in the car. 15 minutes later, she comes out. We're driving there. She has nothing nice to say, pretending, like, acting like I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Um, Then I start telling her, because I was trying to be quiet the whole time. I'm like, I don't even want to talk to this person. Once I I get to my car, I'm never speaking to this person again. Yeah. And finally, she's like, gets me to start talking. And I tell her like everything that happened and she's like apologizing, but like, I don't feel like she's sorry, you know? Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm so over this. And I told her some things. I'm like, if you, if you want to be acting like an adult or if you want to, if you want to pretend like you're an adult, then you need to start acting like one. Like, you know, she's going into bars and stuff like Go full dad mode. Yeah. Like I was like, you're not like, you have no respect for anybody but yourself. Like you don't, res- you don't have any respect for your mom coming from me. That's saying a lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So <laughs> I'm just like, dude, like you need to get your fucking shit together. Like this is, this is bad. Are you still, are you still, are you at this point when you're talking to her in the car, are you still thinking 
Well, maybe this will. Maybe this is still a thing. No, no, no. I'm over it. It's yeah. gone. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Like, I'm like, no, no, no. Because I'm, I'm saying my final words, you know? Like, got when it. someone's like, right. this is what I got to say before I never talk to you again. Like, yep. That's what I'm doing. Take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I'm laying it down. So we get to my car, and I didn't even want to, like, say anything. I just wanted to get go inside and go to work. I didn't even want to say goodbye to her. Yeah. Like, I get out of my car. She's, like, standing there, and I'm like, fuck. Like, I got to, like, say goodbye to her. So I, like, hug her, and then, like, I kiss her on the forehead instead of kissing her. And I think for her, it was, like, that was a big deal. Like, I didn't, I didn't kiss her goodbye. Yeah. And... I went inside and she was pissed. I could tell, like I heard her say something under her breath, like slam her door. Like <clears throat> she was fucking mad. Yeah. So a little bit later, I'm thinking to myself and I'm like, while I'm at work, I'm like, I've told this person, I love them. It has been every experience I've had with them has been great. Except for this one. If I love this person, I should at least try and figure out what happened. Okay. So I, you know, I start texting her. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying not to like, I'm trying to just make sure she's okay. And it's, she's just not receiving anything. Like she's, she, I can tell she's over it at this point. Like she took my final words and was like, like that was it. <clears throat> so um, on my way home that night, I'm driving to my car and I find myself for the first time in my life contemplating suicide. So previous, like I've thought about like suicide, you know, but I've never like thought of it as an actual option before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know a lot of people in my life who, they're every other week I think they're trying to kill themselves and it's really annoying like some of those people you get to the point where you're just like all right dude just do it like yeah quit talking about it be about it like this is pointless (laughs) and I was like I'm I'm not gonna be that fucking person because that's stupid so I I start realizing the conclusion I'm coming to so I'm driving home And I'm crying to myself and I'm like, okay, like today is the day I decide if I'm going to live the rest of my life. So I gave myself a deadline. I'm like, if I wake up tomorrow, then I'm never going to, killing myself is off the table. It's not an option. If I decide to do it tonight, then that's it. So, and that was a really like that was a heavy moment for me because it's not like I was like, Oh man, maybe I'm going to kill myself. It was like, no, like it's either happening or it's not, you know? Yeah. So, and I, I already knew how I was going to do it. Like it was just, let's see what happens. So, and then it was, it was the strangest fucking thing, man. I, by the way, like I want to know what are your, (laughs) I'm really curious as to what your your thoughts are on suicide. Right like now, this is, yeah, like this is it's a 
I think it's a touchy subject. And um, I'm curious. You want to know right now, right at the climax of your story? Okay, I'll keep going. All right. So, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so this is, this is a weird, a weird part for me because it seemed like everything just started lining up. Like, like the world was like, like, no, you're actually not going to kill yourself. So I like, I go to the bar straight from work, go straight to the bar, sit down. I don't even play pool, which is all I do when I go to the bar. I play pool. I just sit down by myself and I start drinking. And I have, that's the first time in my life I ever started drinking, um, for like emotional reasons. Mm-hmm. It's always been social. So I'm just sitting there drinking and I'm just like, man, if things, if things keep going this way, like I'm probably going to kill myself. And then like out of nowhere, this kid who like, I've only talked to a few times, hits me up. He's like, Hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just at the bar. And he's like, all right, dude, I'm coming. And this is a Sunday night. So he comes to the bar. And I'm hanging out with him, having a really good time. Well, considering, like, he's good company. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like, another one of my friends shows up. Who, like, and he stopped going to the bar. Like, he stopped going to the bar a couple months ago because he got a new good job. And he didn't want to, like, jeopardize it. Mm-hmm. he randomly shows up and he's like my best friend. And I was like, whoa, okay, well, this is cool. And the other guy leaves. So I'm hanging out with him. And then one of my friends from like elementary school, who I like don't talk to ever, mm-hmm. shows up at the bar out of nowhere. And I'm like, what the heck? Talking to this guy, dude. Hanging out with these people till like 11 o'clock. And then everyone's starting to like, oh, yeah, I need to go home or whatever. Then my friend texts me, <coughs> um, Jared Taylor. I don't know if you – I think you know you know Jared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he texts me, and he's in town, like, out of nowhere, like – and he's like, hey, let's go get food. And I'm like, oh, okay. <coughs> so yeah. I go pick him up. We go to Steak and Shake. Uh, or McDonald's. We go to McDonald's, we get some food, go back to my place, and he's like, yo, man, let's watch some South Park. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, I fucking love South Park. So we're just sitting in my room watching South Park, eating McDonald's, and he literally just stayed there until I fell asleep. Like, it's like the weirdest thing. Like, I didn't even have, it's like it was out of my hands as soon as as soon as one friend entered, it was like out of my hands. Like it was impossible for me to kill myself. Yeah. Like I, there was people with me until I went to sleep. And I was like, it's crazy. Cause if, if one of those people wouldn't have been there, like I would have had that moment of like being alone and then gone home and been alone by myself. And like, you know, things might've gone a different way. And I, I woke up the next day 
and it wasn't, I don't, I don't, I like people always say like, Oh, it's such a prolific experience. Like I felt, I felt like, like I had a new life. Like, no, I, I still felt like shit, but, but it was like, okay, well at least now I know what I'm doing. Like I'm not killing myself. So yeah. Cause you'd missed the boat. Yeah. So, and I, I wasn't even like happy with that outcome. Like, right. It was just like, all right, well, guess I have to fucking live life now. Cause I promised myself. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I like that part of the story better. I like the fact that you don't wake up feeling like a new man. You wake up feeling like the same old man, but you... Yeah. That makes it... It makes it better because it does make it more... I don't know. It makes the fact that that one night was so um, serendipitous, you know? Yeah. And my friend, because I talked... Like, the guy who I said is my best friend, I talked to him about it that night a little bit and the next day he said um so how's the first day to the beginning of the rest of your life and i said well i'm less hungover than yesterday and he said that's all we can ask for <laughs> and he didn't know you didn't you didn't tell anyone about your ultimatum with yourself that night did you yeah i did oh you did was did, yeah. did you tell him yeah I, while we were at the bar talking I talked to him about it and that's why that's why he texted me the next morning and I think he was expecting me to be like like have changed like some grand thing you know right. but I was just like yeah. I'm just like well I'm not that hungover so that's cool because because I had literally been drunk the previous like six nights in a row yeah man like I was I was like on yeah yeah how long ago was this um oh, that was not that long ago man like a month <laughs> was it before i saw you for thanksgiving uh, uh i don't remember okay wow man i think it was i think it was like right before yeah so a month later, what's up, dude? <laughs> so, all right, you. <laughs> first of all, I want to know your thoughts. Your thoughts on suicide? Um, I don't. You know, I, I think in your circumstance and a lot of people's circumstances, um, it's a lack of perspective. It's uh, your. It's it's you saying right now. It's so incredibly difficult that I don't care about what the rest of life is going to be like right. because inevitably it's so cliche but it does eventually it will get better but right. at the time yeah yeah but that's the thought at the time you think it if it did get worse than this i just don't want to do it anymore yeah so yeah. i i think I, I think what life's about is going still playing the downs to make it a football reference still going down after down even though right now it seems like you're going to lose the game and you want to quit but waking up going to your sales job play the down do it go work through it even though life is hell and you don't want to and you don't know why you're doing it 
a lot of people say there's no pot of gold, you know, there's no rainbow. It's so they just say I'm done. So it's, I think it's a lack of perspective. And, and to that, like more to that, I think, I think the important thing for people to remember is like, even though it like when you're not the person in those shoes, it's easy to be like, dude, you're an idiot. Like it is very things are going to get better. But like that Mm -hmm. person in that moment does like, that's not, it's impossible. They're living that experience. They can't live any other experience, you know? Yeah. They're in it, dude. Yeah. They can't, you can't just say like, ah, dude, you're fine. Like that shit, it doesn't fucking work. Like you're, that person is, is in the fucking depths, man. And I think some more people need to like, have some sort of respect for that in a way like to just recognize that sometimes people are just fucking in it dude yeah yeah and you can't there's nothing you can say that can get them out yeah you just gotta be there yeah and well you gotta be there and say hey keep Keep doing it. Keep playing the downs, man. Keep waking up. Keep going to work. Because at the end, it, 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 you know, I mean, at least just get it done. Get it done because it will, you'll come out the other side. All you can do is say, hey, keep waking up. Keep going to your sales job, you know. Hopefully, hopefully things get better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. But I, I how are you how are you feeling now? You know, you can say, you don't have to be like, are you worse? Are you worse off now? Um, a month later. No. So dude, I've had so much happen to me recently because like right now I'm at, I'm at like square zero. I am not even on the chessboard yet, dude. Like I had a complete life reset. Like, it's so fucking weird. Like, I I was talking to you about how I hate being alone. Yeah. Well, I have, like, a concussion so bad to where, like, being around people, like, physically hurts me. Mm -hmm. So I'm weirdly starting to like being alone. And, like, there's part of me that's like, ah, that's just a coincidence. And then there's the other part of me that's like, dude, what if this is some crazy god shit? I don't know. Like, you know, it's like, it's just weird. Because I've been sitting in my room in the dark for, like, two days. Well, two the two days previous, just so I could, like, be well enough to hang out with my family today. Yeah. And yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking weird. And I, I'm at a, I'm at a point like financially, like I don't have a car, like, cause it's total. Um, yeah, it's just weird. I feel like I'm at square one or zero. You're not going to work? No, I'm supposed to go to work tomorrow, but it's like, I don't there's just so many things like with the new year being here, it's like, it's like tempting to just want to be somebody else. 
Yeah. It's like I don't I don't want to be the person I was last year. Like I I, I can't eat. I'm not allowed to drink right now, obviously, because of a head injury. But mm-hmm. like, I, it's just weird. It's like because I, I was drinking when I got in my accident. So it's like it was just so so many weird things that are just like <clears throat> you need to you need to make some changes there, bud. Yeah, and <clears throat> my my biggest advice to you, and this this comes up a lot of time a lot of the time on su- podcast about suicide is you it's it's uh it's cycles in your life. You get in these negative cycles, and you know one bad turn serves another and like you said you do not have to be 2017's trevor kempton it sounds so cliche but whatever that means to you b make your own decisions whatever is listen to yourself and what you're doing what is making you sad what is making you happy what is making you passionate don't don't do the things look you can really just track it back it's troubleshooting your life say what is making me so miserable cut it out man what happened to your head (laughs) dude (laughs) so yeah okay you remember how i said i had this platonic female friend yeah so one one of these nights at said bar this was during the first time that the crazy hippie girl told me she needed a break Mm -hmm. um i met this girl at the bar your platonic friend yeah and she didn't she didn't know it at the time i didn't know it at the time i just was like oh this my she was a a friend of a friend and i was drinking with my friend and she was drinking with them and then they were going to leave. And I could tell she didn't want to leave. She wanted to keep having fun. So I basically was like, Oh, like, we'll, we'll take care of her. Don't worry. Um, and so she just hung out with us, drank with us, played pool with us, whatnot. Um, then we go back to her place. Well, she was too drunk to drive and I was too stupid to not drive. And, um, so I was like, Hey, I'll drop you off at your place. I'll I'll come pick you up in the morning to get your car. And she's like, you can just stay at my house. And I'm like, okay, that works for me. So we go to her house, um, with, uh, my friend that I had been hanging out with too. And we're just chilling. She's like reading our tarot cards and stuff. Super random. Um, Eventually he leaves, like, it's just her and I, and we're sleeping in the same bed. Um, I'm like, look, like, I sleep in my underwear. That's how I'm going to sleep. She's like, me too. So, like, we're both just sleeping in our underwear, and we cuddled, and there was, like, nothing sexual about it in any way, shape, or form. And then woke up the next day as friends and went on our way, and it was like... It was really weird. But at the same time, it was like, and she said, like, I have never gone, like, brought someone home from the bar before, but I can't imagine it going any better than that. And I was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't make it a habit to, like, 
do that because it's probably not going to end up the same way. But, um, yeah, <laughs> so that was weird. And um, so, are you still there? I'm here. Okay. Um, so, later on, I go to hang out with this, this same girl. And I'm like, like, I'm thinking this girl is pretty cool. Um, I can talk to her about stuff. There's nothing weird. Like, we're, we were both in a similar relationship setting where we weren't sure what was happening. So we were just kind of chilling with each other while these other people were trying to figure their shit out. Um, and so I go to hang out with her one time and there was like people like selling like drugs out of her apartment. Like we, I like, I got out of her bedroom, like woke up, got out of her bedroom. There's people in the living room like selling drugs and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> and I like talked to her and she's like yeah like I'm just trying to make some extra money and I'm like what the fuck like wait wait I wait gotta, wait when you wake up in her bed when was this this is like a, sep- a separate time where I had just like stayed over you'd stayed over but you you hadn't done anything sexual no no you just stayed in her bed cuddled in your underwear yes <laughs> really yes Okay, then meanwhile, there's a drug marketplace when you wake up in the living room? Yes. Okay. And I'm like, yo, what, what's, uh, what's happening in your living room? And she's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm really tight on money. She has kids, by the way. They weren't there at the time, but she has kids. And I'm really tight on money, and I just, I need to, I'm just trying to flip some stuff to make some extra money. This guy's doing all the work for me. He's just using my apartment. And I'm like, Dude, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, you, you can't, first of all, you can't be doing that when you have kids. What drugs? So, weed and coke. Okay. So, like, weed is, like, whatever, but in Indiana, it's a big deal. Yeah. You can't, can't do that. Um, so, especially not those amounts. And I'm just like, yeah, like, I'm not cool with all that. <laughs> and the guy who's like doing it is not cool with me being there. He like, he, he, um, I don't know. Her and I had been drinking. We came home and he said something to her, like to try and get her to drink more or do her smoke or something. I don't know. And I was like, I'm like, you don't need, you don't need to drink anymore. Like she was fucking, she was done. Mm -hmm. Like you do not need to drink anymore. And she's like, you're right. And then he's like, who are, who are you to like, she can do whatever she wants. And I'm like, dude, mind your own business. Like, yeah. And he like got pissed. That's a typical interaction between two dudes. Yeah. Right. And, uh, so he didn't like that. I was trying to be the alpha. Mm -hmm. And so after I leave the room, he starts running his mouth and I'm like, dude, I do not want to be in the same house with this guy on Coke. Who's like twice my size like not trying to have this yeah so yeah so fast forward um to the night i get in my accident (laughs) so she's supposed to be leaving back to michigan like moving away and wants me to come over 
to like say goodbye and she's like it's just gonna be me my friend her boyfriend and you and we're gonna play board games I'm like okay cool that's that's fine like sounds good and I and I made sure I said but like I don't want there to be any drama or like drugs or anything like that and she's like no none of that's gonna happen and I'm like all right cool so I'm at the bar drinking like I'm not drunk but I had like four beers in three hours so it's like questionable I probably shouldn't be driving um and I tell her I'm on my way so I'm driving to her house like I'm on a back road, I'm going like 60, and then uh, there's like a bend, and I go to turn, and I hit ice, and so I start sliding, and in the moment, I like smile, because I'm like, dude, I love like drifting in the snow, Mm -hmm. like, that's fun, and so I like go to correct, and I like, you know, drifting the other way a little bit, and then like, I must have hit like, there was no more ice, like just caught traction super hard and it was just like super blurry i smashed into a ditch and hit my head really hard on the window and um didn't really think like i didn't think i was hurt i was just like fuck like i just fucked up my car Mm -hmm. and i get out and i like look at my car and i'm like it doesn't look that bad. I like try to drive and I'm like, okay, something's fucked. And I see that like there's, I have like guards over my brakes and my tires and they're like plastic and they were all fucked up preventing me from driving. So I'm like trying to rip them out and I'm like cutting my hands while I'm doing it. And I get them out enough so I can drive. I get the car out of the ditch and I park it in a parking lot across the street. Cause like, uh, my my biggest concern is like a cop coming. Yeah, because you you've been drinking. Yeah, like I and I wasn't sure. I've never taken a breathalyzer, so I don't know. Like I don't I don't know what 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 it feels like. I felt fine. Like yeah, to me, ha- me dr- drinking had nothing to do with my accident. Right. Like it was like uh, yeah. So yeah, you've been pretty forthright. So I think you would tell us if if so. okay thanks yeah so but i but it's still a concern i'm like like you know because i I don't know what a breathalyzer i don't know what the legal limit feels like yeah definitely yeah i just know i've been drinking quite a bit for the past year and this is the least drunk i've driven Mm -hmm. so um so i call her to to i'm like two blocks away from her house to like have like come get me I'm sitting there, I get a tow truck, tow truck takes the car away. Um, I go into, she picks me up with some dude, and I find out it's not, like, her friend's boyfriend. So all, already I'm, like, a little weird about it because there's an additional person that she didn't mention, and she's drunk. Okay. So I was like, okay, this is weird. So we get back to her place. I just got in a wreck and hit my head at 60 miles an hour. So I'm not really trying to like socialize or like, I just want, I just want to go lay in the bed and like go to sleep. Cause it's like midnight. 
And so I, we get to her house and she's like, oh, um, someone is in, in the bed right now with their kid trying to put their kid to sleep. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay. And she's like, they'll be out in a little bit, like whatever. So we're sitting there. It's just, it's me, her and, and two other people. And then her kids are there and the other person's kids are there like sleeping or whatever. And then like they start talking about other people and I'm just like, oh, great. What is happening? And she's like, can you tell, or someone calls her and they're like, they need a ride. And it's the dude, the dude that fucking hates me. Okay. Like That says he's going to kick my ass if he ever sees me. Yeah. And she's like, oh, he needs a ride. And the, the kid that was there offered to just pick him up and take him to his house. And I'm like, yeah, do that. Please do that. And she's just like, but can you bring me food? And I'm like, no, like, why are you complicating this? Like, just, just let this be simple. And she's like, I'm going to go with them. And I'm like, no, like, yeah. okay, this is, a, this is about to go terrible. And so, and I told her, I'm like, you, you said this wasn't going to happen. And, She's like, no, I'm just going to get food. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Are you like romantic with this girl? Um, no. It's just, no. Still platonic? Yeah, it, it's a little questionable at this point because neither of us are in a relationship at this point. Okay. So there is, there is an option. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you, ne- you had you kiss this girl. Uh, yes, but... Yeah, that's a, only because she was blackout drunk and made me. It wasn't a romantic thing. Okay. I know it's weird as fuck. Yeah, I know. That's I okay. So, but no, and she's she's like leaving. So, no. Um, but like like I said, there was there is like if something had happened that night, I wouldn't have been upset about it. Okay, gotcha. I get it. Yeah. So, so she like leaves, and she leaves me there with this with the other girl, and I'm just kind of like trying to fall asleep on the couch. I'm sitting in a recliner that doesn't recline all the way back because it's against a wall. So I'm like trying to sleep sideways on a recliner, and it was terrible. Um, and then she comes back with like five people and the guy's one of them. So I'm just trying to pretend like I'm asleep. So I don't have to interact with this guy. And like, dude, it is just terrible. Like she, she goes and tries to get the people to get out of her bed. They don't get out of her bed. Like I can't go anywhere. Cause like, I don't have a car, right. <laughs> like just, the, so I'm just like stuck in this, like hellhole in my mind. Like I thought when I wrecked my car, like, all right, nothing, it can't get any worse. And then like, it just got terrible Yeah. and people are like doing drugs and her kids are there. And I'm just like, what in the fuck? And eventually I like go and sleep on the floor in the room where the kids are. Could you, a quick question. Could you have called your mother and had her pick you up? 
I know she would have done it. Yeah, she would have picked me up, but that sounds like a lot of conversation. Okay, fair enough. I don't know. I think it was like 3 a.m. at this point. Okay. My sense of time was way off. Gotcha. So, yeah, I'm not sure. But the things I heard these people talking about, like, I heard them talking about this girl who, like, was my friend, like, talking about her very inappropriately, like, when she wasn't there. Just, like, it was just awful. I had a terrible night. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, I... So I took like two days off work um, and then I went back to work and like a week after the accident, which was Saturday, I went to the ER because I was having like really fucking terrible headaches and I thought I was going to like pass out. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. And so I got a cascade and they said my brain's not bleeding, so that's good. But I have to see a neurologist. So, yeah, I just, I feel like um, 2018 is literally me just, like, ridding myself of all these, like, people that I've been around, I guess. Like. Yeah. Like, and focusing on being okay with being alone and, like. You know, probably going to church again. <laughs> like, I don't know, just little things. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like this is a point in my life where I need to make some changes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're at another point. I think you're at another cleansing period. You got to think who's, who, right now, tell me who in your life is making you better. Yeah. Who do you feel like when you're around them? You you feel like okay, I want to. This is who I want to be. I I don't have an answer to that. Well, I think there's your. That's. I mean, you gotta. I mean, whether it's even. Do you have any money? Yeah, I got some money. Whether it's moving, <laughs> moving to a new place, getting a new job. Do you like your job? Yeah, I did. But I don't know if I can, if I don't know how long these headaches are going to like. This is the most I've spoke in like a long time, by the way. I don't like, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to continue to be like this because I won't be able to do sales if they are. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? Um, I mean, I can feel my head throbbing like this whole time, but it's not as, it's not terrible. Well, dude, you just, I think you're right. I think you need to use the new year and also the fact that you're not really able to be very social right now. And you're also not able to drink. This is a forced kind of rehab for you, a forced opportunity to say, I can't be around these people like a forced, um, not rehab, what's the cleanse? 
Yeah. Do what you want, man. Do the short films. You like that. You're passionate about that. Just get find what you like to do and let it kill you, man. <laughs> Dude, I I had I've been I want to just I think my next thing is to just travel Europe by myself. You you got to. You got to make that a reality, man. I think that'd be very good for you. I think a lot of times that I mean that's been the case for me a lot of times if I just leave my situation and realize put myself in a new world gives me perspective, man. Yeah. Make it happen. Whatever that means. How are you doing, dude? Uh, I'm good. I'm doing well. I, I, uh, it's funny we were talking about like being alone. I, uh, so I, I didn't go home for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've been there. Yeah, dude. So I was just here for Christmas and my car got, so my, I was going to go to the beach. I was going to like go see a movie and stuff. My car got towed. Yeah, expired registration. So, <laughs> ended up just it was it was it was a it was a learning experience. It was not a great Christmas for me. Uh it was an exercise in loneliness, but nevertheless though, it was an exercise and I'm stronger because of it. I learned make sure you stay on top of your tags. Also, um, also, I think another lesson I learned, I make pretty decent money now. I'm, I do okay. Uh, I still worry about money. But a lesson I learned is spend the amount of money I had to spend getting my car out and the fees for having it in there over Christmas. I learned spend a little extra money and go see your fucking family while they're still alive. Yeah. That was it. It was like, oh, money comes and goes. Sometimes people rip your car off the street and charge you a shit ton of money to get it back. It comes and goes. So why not just throw down a bunch of money and go surprise your mom in Dayton, Ohio for Christmas? Yeah. So that's uh that is exactly where I'm at right now. Dude, I had I had a Christmas cuz I have spent a lot of Christmases in LA by myself. Yeah. And I had one where I literally, I made it so that my computer would wake me up Christmas morning with systems, system of a downs lonely day and play it on repeat until I turned it off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, the song's tight though. Yeah, it is a good song, but I had, dude, I've had Christmases where like my family will like Skype me in. Yeah. And it just makes it so much worse. Yeah. Because this is what happens. They Skype you in and they talk to you for five minutes and then they leave you in the corner of the room. Yeah. I didn't even do that. I just called called them for about, you know, 15, 20 minutes and said Merry Christmas and then, like, watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's, it's not, being alone on Christmas sucks, man. Yeah, 
you know, I mean, it wasn't terribly depressing. I think, I think the combination of Saturday walking out and not having a car, and then also I wasn't able to get my car until today. Um, yeah. That just the fact that I was, dude, I was trapped in this apartment, man. Yeah. And I, I mean, I left. I went and got food or whatever. But like, it was that was part of the experience was the fact that I couldn't drive around. I couldn't go to the beach. Maybe that would have been an even lonelier, but it was, yeah, it was a thing, man. How, what, what places are open on Christmas there? Dude, I'm in Koreatown, so every restaurant uh, yeah, is open. Sure. So I got some dumplings, they're really good. I had some soup that gave me liquid shit, but it was delicious. <laughs> Weird Christmas, man. Yeah. Dude, why did... Why did you move? Uh, I feel like you moved a lot recently. No, not really. Um, we can talk more, but wrap up the podcast. What do you want to? What do you want to say to everyone? Tell us about your channel. Oh man, dude, who cares, bro? Who cares on YouTube? Yeah. yeah so I'm trying to make it as a person. You know, trying to make videos and stuff. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, someday I'm going to be the greatest depressing director of all time. Yeah. Yeah. That's you, my goal. I just want to make people more depressed than they Your are video right. is good. Your <coughs> short film is good. In that Thanks. it's Bummer City. You should just call it Bummer City. <laughs> Bummer City. Yeah, so go check out Who Cares? I don't know. What's the actual URL for the YouTube video? What's the channel name? Um, it doesn't have an official one right now because you have to have like a certain amount of subs to change it now because they changed their rules. But YouTube, or on Facebook, I have a Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Who Cares? CWG um, stands for charisma wisdom and grace which is supposed to be the model of who cares look at you but yeah trying the mission statement shit yeah someday well cool man uh we should we'll we'll have to do something when i next time i'm in warsaw yeah when's that i don't know (laughs) i don't know all right, man. Well, I'm gonna pretend to hang up with you, hang up on you, and then we'll talk. All right, sounds good. All right, later, man. Bye.